0: Dear friends, in just a few days from now, we will be zochem Sashem HaShem to begin the Yom of Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah is not an island unto itself. Rosh Hashanah is not an entity unto itself. Rosh Hashanah is a gateway. It's an opening into HaSeres chuva Tshuva, into 10 days in which we have the opportunity to do chuva, to repent, to reflect, to introspect, to think about what did and didn't happen over the past year, but just as important, to contemplate what we want out of the year ahead. And I think when we come to Rosh Hashanah, we come to Asher Chuva, we often find ourselves fundamentally overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, for many of us, the notion of chuva, for many of us, the notion of just giving an accounting of last year, how did I spend my time, what, I, what did I do, what didn't I do, is overwhelming. The notion of chuva, some of us apologizing, is an incredibly difficult thing. And that's to someone who's right in front of me. That's for a wrong that I know for sure I committed. Apologizing to the Malachim, <laughs> apologizing to HaKadosh Baruch and really trying to sort things out often feels incredibly overwhelming. Which is why so often in life, whether we recognize it or not, we kind of check out of Yamim No In other words, when I say check out, I'm not, I'm not sleeping in. I'm going to go to shul, I'm going to go through the behaviors, I'm going to do exactly what it is that I have to do. But there's a piece of me that keeps the profundity of the experience a little bit at bay. Because I'm overwhelmed. And the truth is, rightfully so, the process of tshuva is overwhelming. And Rosh Hashanah isn't even about tshuva, right? Rosh Hashanah is ultimately again about accepting the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as my will, making the will of God the Ratzon HaShem my will. That's what it means to be mamlich. That's what it means to anoint kathish as a king. And there's no tshuva really inherently involved in that. That's why, again, there's no Slii Rosh Hashanah. There's no HaShamnu Bagadnu. Right? Even Avinu Malkinu. We only make one reference to Avinu Malkinu Chatanu Amechasin. Otherwise, Rosh Hashanah is not really about sin, but even Rosh Hashanah itself, it's overwhelming. Where, where, where do I begin? What do I do? What should I work on? There are so many things I have to stop doing, so many things I have to start doing, and when I just kind of sit down to think about all of it, it's overwhelming. And most of us, when we get overwhelmed, generally tend to shut down and do nothing. That's why, dear friends, I think for many of us, you know, Rosh Hashanah comes, Rosh Hashanah goes, the Sarasimit comes and goes. And although we, we dive in with sincerity and we have the most, the purest of intentions, we don't really get movement. We don't really get any traction. And it's not because we don't care, it's often because we're overwhelmed. So, allow me a few minutes to address this dynamic of being overwhelmed with Yamim noraim. There is a beautiful Medrash in Tana de Be'elio. The Medrash recalls a story of Eliyahu Hanavi, writes as follows, Pamachas, Eliyahu Hanavi tells a story, over lumakam, one time I was traveling from one place to another, and I found a guy. I ran into a guy. This guy was the ignorant shebe-ignorant. Lo lo he didn't know anything. He didn't know Chumash. He didn't know Mishnayis. He knew nothing. He was totally ignorant of Yiddishkeit. Lamartilo. So Eliyahu Hanavi says, I said to this ignorant guy, Beni, Eliyahu Navi says to the guy, "My son, what are you going to say to God on the day of judgment?" Now, the pashtos the day of judgment, which Eliyahu Navi refers to over here, is death, is death when you leave this world. But the truth is, for our purposes, we could apply this just to Rosh Hashanah. So Eliyahu Navi says to the ignorant fisherman, "What, or f- ignorant guy? We'll get to the fisherman in just a moment. Ignorant guy, what are you going to say to Hakadosh Baruch Hu when you have to give judgment for your life?" You didn't learn. You didn't engage in any dynamic spiritual activity. What are you gonna to say? To which the guy says to Elyonavi, says, Amarlo, Rebbe, Yesh Dvarim shanim <laughs> Listen to this. So the guy says to Navi, Rebbe, don't worry about me. I got it all figured out. I have my whole excuse. I know exactly what I'm gonna say. Here's here's what I'm gonna say to your Navideya, Nasli Minashan don't blame me. You didn't give me intellect. You didn't give me intellect. You didn't give me the ability to learn Chumash. You didn't give me the ability to learn Mishnah. You didn't give me intellect. So, if you didn't give me intellect, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? And the guy's all proud of himself, right? <laughs> be telling him, No, what are you going to say before I What are you going to say before 120. The guy says, Don't sweat it. I got it covered out. I got it, I got it covered. And I got it covered. I'm going to tell him, You didn't give me knowledge. You didn't give me wisdom. Say, so Yanavi says, B'ni. Me lamda, sorry, bini ma alakhtacha? So Yenabi says to the guy, tell me, what do you do for a living? I'm tzayit ani? He says, I'm a hunter. I'm a hunter and a fisherman. So the proceeds to tell the guy, tell me, who taught you how to make traps? Right? Who taught you how to trap animals on land? Who taught you how to create fishing nets? Who taught you all of this stuff to be able to be an effective hunter and effective fisherman? So the man responds, Rebbe. Baze nasnuli bina That HaKadosh gave me knowledge for. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me knowledge for. To make nets, to make traps, that I know how to do. To which Elyon says, Umala havi pishtana The same, if you think HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you knowledge to make nets and to make traps, to throw them into the sea, to figure out where to place them. Oledivrei Torah shekasuv Ba' Ki karov hadavar mi'od laasoso, lo nasnu lecha min so he says, Do you tell me, do you think Akhodish Baruch, Hu, who gave you knowledge for nets, who gave you knowledge for traps, didn't give you knowledge for Torah, didn't give you the ability to comprehend Torah, didn't give you the ability to go ahead and do tshuva? Elenavi says, if you know how to make nets and traps, and at the end of the day you know how to learn you know how to engage in dynamic spiritual activity you know how to do tshuva the story ends the story ends miyad kolo ba-ubocha the man started crying the confident fisherman the confident hunter had all figured out started crying why because he realized that elia navi was right that the truth is if you know how to make nets and you know how to make traps. And you know how to go to work. And you know how to do your job. And you know how to throw a baseball. And you know how to go ahead and pursue whatever other activities you go ahead and you do in life. If you know how to do those things, then you know how to do tshuva. Then you know how to engage in dynamic spiritual activity. And dear friends, the profundity of this Mishnah is what Eliyahu Navi was teaching this man. You see, this man, this simple Jew, simple Jew, he just thought spirituality, Torah, tshuva, that's an acquired skill set. I don't have that skill set and therefore I cannot perform those tasks. To which HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to the man, you're wrong. Becoming a hunter is an acquired skill set. Making nets, making traps, those are acquired skill sets. Learning how to do tshuva, you don't have to learn it. Learning Torah, you don't have to learn it. That skill set is innate. You see, we often forget that everything we need in order to be spiritually successful is contained within. I was created with it. I have the tools to explore Torah. Again, we all have different levels of intellectual capacity, but we all are born in with the innate ability to connect to Torah in some way. I am born with the innate ability to forge a relationship with the Torah. I came from Shamayim. My Neshama was carved out, was chiseled out from the Kisiyaka, from the throne of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I have an innate ability to forge a relationship with Hashem. And I have the innate ability to do Tshuva. The tools are there. Dear friends, everything else in life, every other skill set to learn to learn to ride a bike, you have to learn to ride a bike. You're not born with that innate skill set. You have to develop that skill set to go ahead and do your profession, whatever you are—a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, a chef, whatever you might be. You have to learn those skill sets. But when it comes to spirituality, when it comes to relationship the Torah, relationship with Torah, our relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the ability to do tshuva, you do not have to acquire anything. Because anything and everything you need to be successful in all those spiritual endeavors already resides within you. We get so overwhelmed by Yamim Narayim because we're trying to figure out what do I need? What do I need? What do I have to learn in order to do tshuva? What do I have to do in order to reforge a relationship with the Baruch Meanwhile, you know what the secret of Yamim Narayim is? The secret of Yamim Narayim is don't do anything. The first step in Yamim Narayim. Is open your heart. Is look inside of yourself. Is open the mahzer. And just lose yourself in the words. Just lose yourself in tefillah. You know, on Shabbos night, when we say Baruchu Esa Hashem Amavorach, the Chazen chazen will usher in two Kiddushas the Kiddush of Shabbos, the Kiddush of Yomtiv, and not just any Yomtiv, the Yomtiv Rosh Hashanah. In that moment, all you need to do. Is just silence everything else around you and just open your heart open your heart and say shalom. I am ready to connect shalom. I am ready to reinvigorate the relationship I I've strayed maybe I've gone a little bit off the beaten path or maybe really things are just off the rails totally okay we'll get back on but just know whatever you need to get your life back on the rails Whatever you need to reignite your relationship with Akadosh Baruch Hu, whatever you need in order to become a bal Tshuva, it's in you. It's in you. You just have to give yourself the space to find it. You ever wonder why davening on Yamim Noram is so long? Yeah, we all wonder that. <laughs> we all wonder that. That's just like during Chazar Sashat's Mosah, I feel like, oh my gosh, I would have had so much more Kavana had I known that it was so much shorter. I would have ke- do you know why it's so long? Do you know I believe what Chazal wants you to do? Chazal wants your mind to wander. They want you to think about life. No one pays attention to every single word in Chazar HaShatz. Maybe I'm just projecting. I don't think everyone pays attention to everyone in Chazar HaShatz. But that's part of the goal. The goal is just to recede into yourself, to open your heart and to look inward and to say, what tools do I have to reconnect? What tools do I have to self-inspire? What tools do I have to become a Baal Tshuva if you want to become a fisherman you need to learn that skill set you want to become a hunter you need to learn that skill set you want to become a Baal Tshuva you don't have to learn anything because anything and everything you need is already inside of you so dear friends I wish all of us a beautiful and uplifting Yom but most importantly a Yom where we give ourselves the space to look inward find that you see we're so often so scared to look inside ourselves because we're scared of what we're going to find. This is broken and that's broken and this is in a state of disrepair and there's this out there and there's this and yeah, yeah. There's a lot of clutter inside of myself, but when you sift through all of the clutter, you're going to find the beautiful neshama. You're going to find beautiful holiness. You're going to find the spark, a nitzutz, a chelak elokam mi a spark of Hakadosh Baruch and it's inside of you each of us just waiting to be uncovered, just waiting to be discovered. Here's the incredible thing. If you could just find that piece of you inside of you, if you could just find the courage to connect with the tools you have inside, they'll guide you the rest of the way. See, the great secret of Yamim Noram is you actually don't have to make a whole comprehensive plan, because if you just have the right kind of Rosh Hashanah and find your inner kiddushah, find your inner tools find your inner balchuva, find your relationship with Akadish those tools those innate tools they'll guide you the rest of the way they're like your lantern along a dark road they will help you find the needed destination but you have to let them out you have to find them and you have to let them out to have some moments of real and beautiful and special introspection let's not be afraid to look inside of ourselves yeah you're going to find broken stuff you're going to find damaged stuff but beyond all of that i'm going to find so much beauty when i find that beauty that's my lantern along the dark road of life that's my lantern of shuvah. that's the beacon i'm going to follow it's going to teach me exactly where i need to go what i need to do in this rus of finding the beautiful spiritual tools that each of us possessed inside, and the chus of dusting off my Shama and allowing its light to fill my life, we, together with our families and communities, should be zochemir Hashem, for k'siva tova, a year filled with mazel, with bracha, with simcha, and halavai, the best bracha of all, the bracha of Mashiach, the bracha of Guula, which we should be zochet to actualize, here. Amenu. Amen. Wishing everyone a good Yom Tov, a good Shabbos, and a Ksavah v'Chasimah